Hello Blazers, this is Jeff Odo. Over the next year or so, I'll share some of my philosophies on what I think it takes to build a business from scratch to $10 million in 10 years. So buckle up for this week's episode of Start Me Up. Divide and conquer. Man, I love this concept. This week, I'm going to cover the topic of who does what regarding non-janitorial service opportunities. This message is important whether you have been in business for three months, three years, or 33 years. Why? Well, because it speaks directly to our differentiation and your bottom line. The purpose of this article is to illustrate the best practices in offering non-janitorial services and the consequences if not executed properly. The Citywide Model for Success clearly articulates that in order to be successful, all sales prospecting calls should start with asking the two questions exactly as written, and then based upon the prospect's answer, it will dictate who should follow up on the opportunity and close the deal. Our two Citywide prospecting questions are, people typically want to talk to me about one of two things. Either they want to talk about which contractor is causing them the most pain and frustration, or they want to talk to me about which service is going out to bid next. Which would you prefer? Which would you prefer is the key part of those two questions. The last thing you want people doing is asking two yes-no closed-ended questions one at a time and thinking that they are doing it right. In order to be effective, a salesperson must ask it all together at one time. But first, let's start with why. Let's talk about why we believe asking the two questions. All right, technically, yeah, sure, there are three. But why are they so important? Well, the answer is very simple. It makes you more money and it differentiates you from the competition. Those people who are asking if the client is happy with their janitorial services are going to sound like every other competitor out there and subsequently, unknowingly, they're going to cut their odds of success in getting the janitorial contract. I hope you can hear the difference of asking the two questions as written, and then if you don't get anywhere, then you can always say something along the lines of, Susie, thank you so much for your time, but before I go, I do have one last question regarding janitorial services. I'm looking for a really good contractor for one of my other clients. Do you have one that you would recommend to a friend? All right. See, this is a huge differentiation. And trust me, I get it. Most salespeople would prefer to have the recurring revenue stream because it allows you to make more money. Not to mention the fact that it can be difficult to find good contractors in the beginning for all of those other services. But having said that, asking the two questions is still the right thing to do. Why, you ask? Because once you get your foot in the door with an NJS opportunity, you will have an FSM regularly visiting as our model calls for. Now you might ask, why would a one-time carpet job require an FSM to go back every two weeks? Well, the answer is because we're selling part-time facility managers who are paid to save the client's time and solve their problems. If we get our foot in the door with one service, and then show them the value we can provide week after week, you are going to get so many more chances to secure the recurring contract revenue because you have someone competent on the inside. And that is always going to be better than trying to time it perfectly from the outside. 
we recommend comparing the two approaches. On one hand, which is the recommended way, which is the part that you paid for with the proven model, which is to ask the two questions as written and getting your foot in the door with NJS. Now, of course, that assumes that that's where the prospect wants to start. But assuming that's where they want to start and assuming we will then have the FSM in front of the client every two weeks asking, what's next? That's one way versus the other way, which is leading with janitorial and taking the chance that a BDS or an SE will perfectly time the call to get the janitorial service opportunity. Well, we obviously believe that the recommended way is substantially better. We strongly believe you have to start where the client wants to start. Not only is our business model built on servant leadership, but it is also the best way to uncover pain, which means that the client wants to start with a carpet cleaning opportunity or a handyman service, well, then by all means, let's start there. But, surprisingly enough, convincing you to start with the two questions really isn't the purpose of this message. The purpose is to make sure you and your team are in alignment in regards to who will handle the request for NJS when uncovered. It is imperative that you follow the model for success, which is posted in Citywide U. FSMs must handle all of the NJS opportunities so the sales executive can stay focused on contract revenue. Divide and conquer, remember? That is the message for this week. You cannot afford to allow sales executives to chase one-time opportunities, no matter how attractive they may be. Having FSMs pursue NJS deals will not only hone their problem-solving skills, it will allow them to vet new contractors. It will also allow the sales executive to do what they do best, which is close recurring repeat contract revenue. So this week, for your action items, I have four things for you to talk about with your team. First, have a discussion with your team about the best way to handle NJS opportunities. Find out what their concerns are about the process so that you can truly understand what's holding them back. Doing so will allow you to lead your team to amazing success. Second, make sure your team knows how to handle the request when you don't have the time to chase one-time deals. It goes without saying, if your FSMs have 60-plus buildings, you can't do what I am saying. However, as long as you have at least one who doesn't have this many buildings, then they have the time to chase the opportunities and follow the model. Third, Make sure you know how to handle the request when you don't have good contractors. When a client says they want a service that we either don't want to offer or don't have good contractors to provide the service for, then you should reply with something along the lines of this. Susie, great, great information. Tell me a little bit more. Now, if they tell you that they're spending $2,000 a week, let them know that you're interested and you will get back to them within a week with estimates for them to evaluate even if you don't have a particular contractor for that service. Now, if they're only spending $200 a month and you really don't want the service or you really don't think that you can provide them a solution, then you can always say something along the lines of, Susie, for this particular service, I don't have anyone I feel comfortable enough to take care of you. I'd rather pass on this opportunity today than to provide you someone that I don't have the confidence in. So before I leave you, I do have one last question, which is regarding janitorial services. 
I'm looking for a really good contractor for another one of my clients. Do you have a janitorial contractor that you would recommend to a friend? Out of role playing. You see the difference there? By telling them no, by telling them that you're not interested, you sound like a hero for not being the typical salesperson who tries to sell them everything. And then you establish credibility for the next time. All right, let's move on to the fourth. Make sure that your sales executive is on our latest compensation plan where they're compensated for turning over NJS leads to FSMs. Because without it, chances are the sales executives will not take the time or the effort. And finally, please remind your team to never, ever lead with a question about janitorial services. Our value proposition is we represent the client. And if that's true, we need to start where the client wants to start, not where we make the most money. That's why we must start with the two questions. All right, everybody, that's a lot for one day. Good luck. I look forward to hearing how you progress. Thanks for listening to Start Me Up. I hope that you'll talk to your team about what you learned today and implement something specific between this week and next. This will allow you to keep building on the foundation for a successful citywide business. Rip along, my friends.